What up, my brother? What up? Are we Who recording? Yes, we are. Welcome to episode nine of, of Tito and the Greek. Tito and the Greek strikes again. Mm, 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 pretty, mm. Uh, pretty. In a timely fashion. In a timely fashion this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time we, we are said, We said we were going to do it. So. And we uh, did it. And here we are. Mm-hmm. A little earlier than most days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we are, we are trying to push forward with this um, wonderful project. And uh, we're trying to record bi-weekly, right? That was our commitment. That is our commitment, to yeah. To ourselves and to our audience out there. So let's take this second, uh, first and foremost, uh, to remind you guys, you know, whomever stumbles upon this, if you are not one of our loyal farm fa- fans... We know you're there. Thank you. But those who um, aren't and are listening or seeing this, please do not forget to subscribe on YouTube or to go on all social medias and follow, like us, uh, tweet Ta- at us. Tag us. And, uh, of course, in all podcast platforms, ranging from Apple, um, iTunes podcasts to um, Spotify and all the ones that you know follow, like Podcast Addicts. Which one do you use for podcasts? Do you use anything in particular, uh, just iTunes? I used to use iTunes, and now I use Spotify. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. There are like a minor ones we are on as well. So, uh, and if we aren't, guys, let us know and uh, we'll make... Except for TikTok, we all know where we stand yeah, on Well, that that's one. not a podcast platform. Okay? Well, it they could be. Know, they know by it now. It could be. They know by now that we are not TikToking what a yet. Be- what a beautiful, what a great opening, Tito. That's, that was nice. That was mm. good. I'm telling you, we're bringing our A game, aren't we? Uh, we are. There you go. We are. Uh, what, are we, what, are we, what are we talking about today? What's going on? So first of all, you had a question when we were doing the sound check. Yeah, you were talking about right NF- NFTs. But you had a question before that, right? I did. I have a lot of questions. Okay, please hit me. I asked you what are NFTs. NFTs. So you you probably have seen the you've seen the actual concept popping in, in now in the media, in social media, regular media, in like, all across the internet uh-huh. because it's something that's very hot right now. So NFTs, uh, NFT is actually the acronym of non fungible tokens. Okay. Right. So this is the latest digital craze that's going on at the moment. What is that in essence? Uh, let's see if I do a good job explaining it to you because I haven't explained it to anyone just yet. I I've just know read a bunch about it. And, well, I just uh, yawned. I'm sorry. So it's okay. See, guys, so I, I just woke up. So anyone who's, who's going to say something, I'm sorry. I'm drinking my coffee right now. Drinking his coffee. Um, so these non-fungible tokens. All right. What are they? In essence, what they are is just um, digital elements that uh, live and have validation on the internet uh-huh. because they have an encryption attached to them. Okay. An encryption lives in the blockchain. You've heard about cryptocurrency, right? Uh, yeah. Do you have a, a, a maybe a, ba- a basic knowledge of what cryptocurrency is and not, how they work? Not really. Right. So there is this technology called the blockchain technology, oh, Okay. which is in essence a vast public ledger that records all transactions, making them public and making them secure through encrypted language okay all right we're not going to get into how it becomes encrypted yeah, that and seems who does that yeah. but uh the point is that you in essence can encrypt anything you encrypting meaning uh giving that digital element an actual code that validates that as an exclusive thing so let's say i create a little picture right a little digital picture okay now i can go to different services uh mintable wearable there are a bunch and they are like growing like mushrooms on season they mint that they coin that uh digital asset which okay. is a little picture right okay. minting means that it's written on the blockchain the blockchain is that ledger that it's a public and it's almost unhackable and there is registered there that you've Turn, you've backed that up, that 
um, digital creation with a ledger code, right? <laughs> okay. So what happens is that, that that digital creation that we're taking as a, as a token now, it's become, become an NFT, a non-fungible token. Why is non-fungible? Because it cannot be to used. Huh? Can we, what? It cannot be it? It, you, no, no, you cannot use it in exchange for something okay. just for, for something equal of it. Like, for example, uh, a non-fungible element would be uh, the Mona Lisa or the Guernica from Picasso. Okay. So a piece of art. You know, there's only yeah. one Mona Lisa, right. right? You can sell it and make money, but the thing is that it's only one Mona Lisa. But it's only for art. Well, it's not only for art, but I'm just, I'm just. You're giving me an example. Giving you exactly, giving you an example of what it is. So the point is that uh, the Mona Lisa is non-fungible because it cannot be replicated and b have the same value. Of course, you can make a print out of it, and these days you can make a very high-quality one, but still, it's not the original. It's not the original. So one. the original is non-fungible. Uh, the classic example of fungible items, in this case tokens, would be money, right? A dollar bill is a fungible item because you, my dollar that I have in my pocket. I can exchange it for your dollar because it's the same thing. The they same may thing. look different because somebody painted on them or it's a little bit more, you know, um, scuffed. Or but it has the broken. same value. It has the same value because uh, they can be exchanged. And, and this is what's what's going on? So so here's what's going on with that, right? So you see you have the example I gave you, digital art, digital art a picture of us that we make into a card. Our logo, let's take our logo, right? Our logo right now is just a digital element, right? Yes. Just a digital uh, JPEG, PNG, whatever um, master file we have, right? right? If I go on those services that... Uh, make it that mint it, right? Okay. That attach to it an encrypted uh, code, if you will, which okay. they charge you for, by the oh. way. So this is a business. Then this has become a non-fungible token. Right. You see, because we we have digital asset, we have the service that encrypts that you know attaches it to a blockchain transaction. Then we have an NFT. So it's basically like, like a copyright in a way. In a way, in, in a, a way. way, very simply put, right? Yes. Now, what happens with this NFT, okay? That is no longer, we have an NFT. Now, this NFT is our logo, but it's an exclusive, unique, and transferable one, right? Okay. So that one can be replicated a thousand times, but we know, you know, whomever owns that owns the original, right? Because there's a public ledger, right? The blockchain technology in which you can go, it's public, you can search with the code that you have, and you can see the transaction that was made X day for X amount, you know, and with the encrypted code. Okay. Right? So then all of a sudden, we've turned this into uh, an asset that can be traded, right? Because there is only one, right? Right. we have this transaction code thing mm -hmm. that it's on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. What is happening right now? The people are just commercing with this. So what has happened lately, I don't know if you've heard anything on the news, there has been t like a few top sales in the last few weeks. Uh, you know who we've, I think we've mentioned him in the in this podcast. Or you know who Logan Paul is? Logan Paul, the YouTuber. The, the YouTuber. So he just um, you can use anything tangible or non tangible and make it into an NFT, right? right. It's better to do something non tangible because it, 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 it inherently it may be uh, easier to produce, right? So this guy, what this guy did first, he just unboxed some original. An open Pokemon cards box set mm -hmm. from the first generation, a golden or platinum or something that was very valuable. So he unboxed it and he opened the, you know, it's a box, it's 30, uh, I don't know, 30 something uh, packs. So he opened the packs and there was like a Charizard, which is the, the high. I uh, remember the paid. Pokemon cards, I used to have them. Exactly. So then he unboxed them and put them up for sale and sold a bunch of them for an average of $38,000, racking up about three point something million. Damn. On Pokemon yes. cards? On Pokemon cards. And then he did his own NFT. So he he made a, a digital 
a, a little digital picture of him like as a cartoon of Pokemon and then minted that. So transformed that digital art into an NFT and oh. sold it. So it's now you can buy it now. I think he made it because you can either do an uh, like a single one, right? One Mona Lisa or you can do 10 Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then you commerce with that. Uh, once you mint it, you can like actually choose to put royalties on it. So if, let's say I create a piece of art, our logo, and we put a 10% royalty. And right? I get royalties on it. Exactly. So whenever right. it's sold in whenever the future, used, yes. we'll get 10% we'll, we'll every time. Or whomever is on, that, on the original right. account of the original, because the very first transaction is what gives validity to this, right? Right. So because you could tell, okay, well, I can just go online and just, you know, do save us on your um, Instagram or your YouTube and take the logo and I have now a copy of the logo. That's true, you have it, but you don't have the original the one. The original one. And how do we know what the original is? Because it's written... It's written in... Uh, the blockchain. In the blockchain, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so that's what an NFT is. Wow, well, look at me learning shit today, man. There you go. I didn't... I, listen, I, I I always come on this podcast ready to ready to learn things. This was... You, you, you got it, sort of? Like, I'm I still learning. I, I, I kind of I'm got learning it, about yeah. it. I'm learning about it, too. Cause well, Tito, yeah. good luck with you on that one. Mm. Mm. I hope... Yeah, here's here's something crazier. I hope you venture far in this, whatever the NFTs. So I have a few ideas. I don't want to reveal on air because you know people could have steal them away. But you know now it's blooming. <laughs> yeah, people gonna steal them away. Yeah, because now is this is this is blooming right now. This this um way of commercing with collectibles, right? Okay. Because you know, and this is something I wanted to ask you about. Um, collectibles have been there for a century or even more, as in a modern thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, what can you tell me? Because I don't know much because I didn't grow up in this country. What can you tell me about trading cards, right? They are, right. the baseball ones are the most precious. Is that right? Or the basketball ones? Oh, like like rookie cards are mainly like the most precious ones. But any sport or baseball? Mainly precisely? baseball and basketball. Gotcha. Right. Like yeah. I never, like I, I, growing up, I always had baseball cards and basketball cards. Mm -hmm. I think I still have some, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, how, do you, are you aware on how they acquired a value? Uh, it's because they become very rare. It's just weird players that never made it and well, became legendary. No. Or well, it's like it's like players that are like rookie, like you know, like Derek G's rookie card is like you know that's a lot of money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like but all the all the great players, like all the good, all the great, like the all, especially players that are in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Like their rookie cards are you know are tough to come by. Gotcha. Probably there are autographed ones that are exactly autographed significantly ones. more expensive. Exactly. Yes. Um, there's I'm also there's also cards that like you said like. There's so many rookie cards, but like mm. the first rookie card is like. Gotcha. I mean, there might be limited editions that exactly. they do on a season, right? Yeah, yeah. And okay, okay. With soccer cards, at least in, in what I know in Europe and Latin America, it's a little bit different. I they think don't... I have some soccer cards too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I think they tried, but in the, the soccer cards, as far as I can tell, they were more just you just would collect them to finish that season's yes. uh, book. Okay. You know? So there were some that were harder than others, but it was purely based on their. Ch on the perceived chances of them coming into a pack. Yeah. You know, like a new signed player sometimes would be, there wouldn't be a lot in circulation. So the buzz will be, you know, by word right. of mouth will be out. Yeah. So you would know, you know, whatever. Um, but it doesn't have to be a rookie. Can be but anyone. it's also, I it, think... It's a rare one. Well, why it makes it so rare now, what I think is now, it's because everything's so digital now. So nothing's printed anymore as much as, as you would want. Like, I still see, like, you can still buy baseball cards if you want. But people now... Or everything is digital, so like the more something that's printed back in the day, uh -huh. it's a little more rare and it's more valuable because it was, you know, it's it's historic, it's, it's historicness, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's very interesting what you brought up, right? Because 
here's the beauty, which is what I personally I'm a I'm a, a big believer on the blockchain technology. Okay. I got on 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 Bitcoin and cryptocurrency sort of early early ish. 2016, 17. A lot of money. Is Not right. early, early. Not early, early, actually. I wish I had gotten early, you know. But um, because at first I didn't understand it, but upon sheer perseverance to try to understand what the fuck was that, because remember, I'm a man of words, not of numbers. So this is all engineering, digital stuff, so it's harder for me. But after I understood what the technology is, I realized that if all these intelligent people are, are t saying the same and what they're saying is true, this is going to change the economy of the world. Of course, yeah, forever. at some point, yeah. Because if you have something, you know, uh, proof of transaction that's unhackable uh -huh. and that is decentralized, because that's the beauty of the blockchain, a government would have to invest like a crazy amount of resources in order to damage that. Yeah. There has been governments that have tried to um, ban cryptocurrency transactions, the blockchain mining, but they just it just doesn't matter. It's just too wide. It's too decentralized yeah. for you to just... You know, fuck everyone up in Nigeria or India. It doesn't yeah, really yeah. matter. In Iceland, you have like mining rigs that are like kilometers, um, square kilometers in, in size. So it doesn't really matter right. that what the governments do. And there is danger mm -hmm. in there. Okay. Because have you ever thought about what money is? Sorry, this is becoming very serious, fuck. This is getting really serious. <laughs> this Sorry is about this that. Is, uh... But if you think about it in essence, what money, money is nothing really. really money only matters because la a large, vast amount of people gives it value, right? What was the Greek? A coin before the euro, the uh, drachma or something. Drachma, that's what you say. Okay, so drachma. The, the drachma, right? So yeah. the drachma. Drachma. Uh, the drachma was most likely, unless you shock me here, it was less valuable than the dollar, wasn't it? A, lo a little bit, yes. Yeah, exactly. A little you bit. Know? But in essence, it's just paper, right? It's just one government right. issues, the yeah. Greek government issues that, the American government issues the other one, right? So the value. The intrinsic value of it is is by the power can of the government you, or by the trust the government can has. You, I'm getting too complicated. You're getting way too complicated. Yeah, you're yeah. confusing our, our listeners now. But I have a question for you. Yeah. After the stimulus package that was just passed, the 1.3 trillion dollars. Yes. Uh, which uh, thank you, Joe Biden, by the way. I got, I got my uh, stimmy dimmy. I got my stimmy dimmy. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a Greek island now with it. Uh, Fuck yeah. I didn't get mine, by the way. Side note. Yeah, because, you know, you, you, it takes time for you. I get it. Wow. That uh, sounds, stop the hate. Anyways, anyways. Do you think the more we put ourselves in debt in this country, mm -hmm. that the dollar is eventually going to collapse collapse and go down in value? It's hard to tell. Right? Yeah. Because... I was having this conversation the other day yesterday. Mm, the, uh, this is what I perceive. Again, I'm not an economy expert, so if anyone it's, wants you, to... You sound, you, you sound like an economy expert. No, bro. I just can take information, process it, and then spit it back out to you. That's all I can do. You know what I mean? Once I've understood right, it. Right, right. I got, no, I got it. Right? Yeah. But I really don't know what's going to happen. The, 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 the thing is that how I perceive it, having been around in the world a little bit, I feel the dollar is too powerful to really right. sink. Mm -hmm. that much. Of course, it can fluctuate heavily and right. that is going to depend on uh, multiple factors. The U.S. government and the U.S. stability as a country being the main one, yeah, which I mean, is why the U.S. dollar was more precious than the drachma yeah. because the U.S. economy was stronger. Was so stronger, the, government, exactly, yes. the government could back it up more and therefore... You know, it was more valuable. Also, right. because you know, the U.S. has been the superpower for the ever since the World War II ended. Yes. Greece can't say the same. So, um, <laughs> wow, dude. So th th there are a few factors that, that play a role. But in essence, is really the 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 value the, again people give to money. Because before, right, money was used to be backed up by precious minerals. In this case, gold for the most part. Right, right. But then, you know, the U.S. for well, not I think England for uh, Western Western um, countries, the powerful ones, started to transition to a non-backed-up-by-gold -back currency system in which your currency is not a note 
that stands for X amount of gold, but stands for the security that government gives you. And then there is a market offer and demand, and that money goes up and down. The U.S. money is very valuable from is valuable from the get-go because it's a stronger country, because it's a country with a better economic position. And then in the market, it only goes up because more people want it because from the get-go, it's more um, expensive, it's more valuable. But it's a piece of paper, in essence, that you use. It to is a piece of paper, yeah. But you can even say the same about gold, right? We don't right. really know how much gold is in the Do world. Do you have any gold in the world or no? No, 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 no. What no, about no, silver coins? Uh, there's a lot of rip-offs out there, so <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know that much about that. I think gold is probably like a safe thing. I don't think it's going to go, probably won't go up or down remarkably in value because it's uh, gold finite. went down remarkably in value like ten years ago. Mm. It went down heavily. I didn't know that. Yeah. You see, but that's that's what I was trying to get at. Uh, we don't know how much gold is in the world. We assume it's a scarce, right? I, mean, I wouldn't know anyway. Nobody yeah. knows, right. bro, because there are too many private owners of gold, right? right? So we don't really know how much is there. Um, I think there's estimations on the reserves of gold, uh -huh. but we only know estimates on countries and their reserves of gold. But anyway, that all changed, and now uh, money. It's only backed up by the um, strength of a government. And the strength of a government, uh, it's a multifactorial thing, right? right? The U.S. government's strength is not only their economy, which is being bombarded by China, but also the ability that they have a military that can fuck anyone they want up real fucking quick, you know, because they invest a lot of their wealth into that. Into the military, exactly. yeah. Exactly. But again, this is getting very fucking serious right now. Fucking so. economics yeah, 101 go, with this guy. Go, let's wow. Go back, let's go back to the tokens one. You know why they matter? Because you brought up a very interesting point, right? You're saying, well, I think uh, physical, tangible collectibles. Physical, such as cards, tangible collectibles are historic items now. They are. But the thing is that you can turn them into an NFT as well. Ah, okay. Because remember what I told you in the beginning an NFT becomes an NFT when you take something and encrypt a code, make a transaction into the blockchain that validates the originality of that. Okay. Right? So I could take a card, a physical LeBron James card, I don't right. know, right? And then go on one of these minting services, right? Okay. Minting as in coining, like when you mint a uh, an actual form of currency. Are you familiar with this term? You not, know, not really, man. Bro, well, okay. The, the Federal Reserve mints dollars, right? They they, okay. they just print dollars. You know, coins they just mint them. Okay. Anyway, whatever. The point is that there is an intermediate there that gives that does the computational transaction that turns anything into an NFT. Here's an example of an out of the ordinary, perhaps, for what you know thus far about NFT, of an NFT. Tweets, bro. That is this, this service, right? Uh-huh. That sells tweets. So the service, if you give it, if you give it um, consent, they will mint your tweet, and then that tweet will be in their marketplace up for sale. And people could buy the tweet. They just, first tweet in history, which is Jack Dorsey's, the, the creator of Twitter. Uh huh. He just he said, uh, check him back tomorrow or something like that. You want me to read it to you? Please. Okay, so the first one bought this tweet? $2.5 million. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. And the, <laughs> the Elon Musk's ones, they are calculating that it's going to go crazy um, in price as well. So uh, it's just setting up my Twitter, T W T T R. That was the first tweet ever made. And it is believed because of Twitter has become a form of communication, in part thanks remarkably in the later years because of Trump, it's become such... Social media is just overpowering everything. Exactly. But Twitter is perhaps even more... It's even more. On the long run, because, you know, Facebook, you're starting to see the cracks, right? People have started for a while now dissing uh, Facebook. Haven't you noticed this? Oh, of course, oh, I don't have yeah. Facebook. Psh, no, 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 only Twitter. No, no, only Instagram. Like, Facebook has become... But it just, it just fascinating, little, it fasc it's fascinating to me because, like, a lot of people get their news from Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's the element. Right, mm -hmm. and it's crazy because you didn't get people who are like, "Oh, don't you like, don't watch the mainstream media?" I, you know, I get I get my independent news. Problem, right? They 
they just demonstrated or just showed that we tend to gravitate towards something, toward people, towards people or services that agree with us, right? So you've heard about this. It's uh, an algorithm, man. Yeah, exactly. It's an so, algorithm, yeah. So you've heard how the algorithm right. favors the vacuums in which people, like the bubbles, right? Where yeah. people gravitate. So it's very rarely that someone very awake, very woke is going to be, you know, on the lookout for the latest Tucker Carlson's tweet. Most right. likely, right? Yeah. Because well, they're going to think this is a fucking piece of shit. If I like 10 photos about the Yankees, my next 10 photos are going to be about the Yankees. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So, but you, but if for whatever reason you would like to have a holistic picture of how the Yankees are performing by, you know, looking at, I don't know, other teams' pictures. You know, yeah, that would be the only way by you consciously doing that that the, that the actual service yeah. is gonna show you that. Or otherwise, you'll see Yankees every day, twenty four seven, and eventually you'll think the Yankees are the shit. Well, they are the shit, but, but maybe, that's they the point. maybe they aren't. Maybe they aren't. But they are. But maybe they aren't. They, they could are. Not be. And they this podcast is the shit. That's right. Unless we have uh, a guest to, to prove me otherwise, then please. Um. So but anyway, so so that's the beauty of this thing. So it's now. Are we active on Twitter? Tito in the Greek. Well, not, not so active. active. We are, you know, it's at the end of the day, we're, two, we're, we're a team of two, right? So it's pretty hard <laughs> to actually fucking manage everything. But wow. uh, we're, getting we're getting there. Also, also I got to say, I got to say, since I've t taken the lead fucking on, the, big on, this on, the, on the social media. What a jab, dude. <laughs> oh, no, I have a jab at who? A little no. bit, a little bit. No, I wasn't. A little bit. Anyway, so why? Do you want to put up in this called, hold on, how is the platform where they sold it? It's called Valuables. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a marketplace for NFTs. You want us to... Encrypt, like to, you know, mint our few tweets. Our first, put them up for our sale. first tweet, yeah. Yeah, bro. You know, we're laughing at this now. Probably Jack Dorsey in 2006 was laughing, March 2006, when yeah, he wrote... that was what? 15, what, 15 years ago. 15 bro. years ago, man. Yep, 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 yep. So, wow. So he had 2.5 million, bro. And uh, again, so then now people but are now, going crazy because you can sell anything, who, really. But, but you can sell... Who's gets, who's, who sold the two point... That company sold it? That company acted as an intermediary. So that company... So that company got $2.5 million no, off of this tweet. Jack Dorsey did. Wow. Because the tweet in the tweet's specific case, what this company, what this valuable um, marketplace does, they encrypted for you at a fee price. Ah, right? so I it might you, be, yeah. And all this is possible because they're not using dollars. Right. The dollar is the, is the very end of the transaction. What yeah. they're using is Ether, Ethereum, okay. which is a cryptocurrency. Right. Right. So by using a cryptocurrency, you dude, patch. this is all like fake. This is like fake money to me. <laughs> it's, it's all just, fake. It's like clouds in the air. Well, man. It's, it's all fucking insane. It's all backed up by people's trust in this being worth something. Yeah, but isn't that a little weird? Isn't that crazy? A little bit. It is bit, crazy. Man? It is crazy because why? It's scary. It's my. I mean, it's scary. Okay, but get this. Okay, uh, what would you say is the most? It's like, valuable? It's like the stock market. It's scary. Sorry. It is, but this is even scarier in a way. This is way scarier. Because you have to compare it, going back to the analogy of the trading cards, right? What is the most precious oldie uh, rookie card? Babe Ruth, the one that we were talking about? I or mean, I don't Mickey know. Mickey Mantle is another one? Uh, Mickey Mantle is a great, yeah, that's Mickey a great Man card. That's a great card. Imagine, imagine that card, right? Why is that card valuable, really? Just because all baseball fans give it value, right? But in essence, it's a piece of paper that costs 0 0.001 cents to produce. That's true, but right? also... So it's really the reputation that card has that gives it the value. Right. There's that community that actually, by trading, enhance the value of that shit. Okay. It enhances it so much that the people who are not from that community that see that that community is large and gives it value, yeah, but buys it as an investment. Right. Here's what it gets interesting with the NFTs. Now, the NFTs, it is previewed that because people are moving on the cyberspace so much, they will only go up in value. So there are people who are just investing in random shit very cheap right now of digital art, of tweets, of whatever the fuck they can get their hands on that it's made, that has been turned into an NFT as an investment. Okay, I paid, I paid 0.001 Ether, which is, you know, $3. Yeah, but that's today in 2021. Maybe in 2028, 
because this person exploded. I don't know. You know, he's the next artist, the next podcaster, the next whatever. Now this costs $1,000, $2,000, whatever, a million dollars. Who right. the fuck knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all built upon, but it's really nothing. A tweet is nothing. It's nothing. Exactly what it is. Now, but a the first tweet, if Twitter has changed the history of the world, the first motherfucking representation of that ch world changing uh, technology is going to be worth it something. It's got to. So Just could, like Mickey Mantle, so who changed the, the sport of baseball. So the, is, that's so why this, it's value. Because so this changed. could be like LeBron James' first tweet or something. They sold LeBron James' dunk, which is a gif of his dunk. They meant it. So they turned that little video uh -huh. into an NFT by minting it, right? The process we just described right, right. before. And then they sold it for like half a mil. Come on, man. I, mean, I won't tell you. LeBron, James, $200,000. NBA top shot, non-fungible tokens are skyrocketing in value. You see, so they are using, they are taking whatever is NBA related, in this case, short videos. They are turning them into NFTs by the process we described by now pretty well. And then they're commercing with them. They're putting them up for sale. And it's fucking LeBron James, arguably, you know, top five in history of baseball, uh, basketball. The most dominant at the moment and in the last, what, 15, 20 years. So $200,000. Bam. That's crazy. That's wild. I never, I never knew about this shit at all. But it is, yeah, yeah. So, so. Thank you for giving me a, a yeah. crash course on this. No, of course, of course. And again, uh, guys, do not take my word for it. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm you sounded pretty confident when you're explaining this. So. Well, I'm saying this because I'm able to understand what I've read that these people have written about it. You know, and then I've gone on the websites and see those transactions, and I've been down the rabbit hole to see the actual end of the blockchain. So I can see that is true what they are saying. Now, again, this could be. And most people believe this is a huge bubble because at some point people are going to be like, fuck this. I don't care. Or it's going to go out of fashion. Now it's hot and trendy, right? Oh, the next cyber trend, right? Yeah. Uh, cryptocurrency was a few months or years ago or whatever. Or, um, you know, there are so many things that become trendy. Did and you hear about 50 Cent? That 50 Cent had something in Bitcoin he had no idea about? Have any profit over this? No. Oh. I didn't know. Let's look, look it up. Whoa! Yeah, realize he, yeah. Rapper Fifty Cent, just, rapper Fifty Cent just realized he's a Bitcoin millionaire. Exactly. Check Break this out. Seven hundred oh. Bitcoins after agreeing to accept payments in the. Read it, read it for the audience, bro. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want. No, I don't like reading out loud. Everyone, everyone knows this. Do you want to read it? All right. Uh, I didn't know this. I so. hate reading out loud, and fucking Sean was right. Damn. Okay. So so yeah. So to confirm what you were saying, I just have it in front of me as well. Um, TMC reported that Fifty Cent. Uh, real name Curtis Jackson. He, he bought 700 bitcoins, <laughs> and the one bitcoin in 2014 was worth 662 dollars. This is correct. Yep. So now true. that is 56,000. Last time I checked, wow. let's check right now. So he got 700 of them at a price of 662 dollars, <laughs> and now each of those 700 bitcoins is valued. Let's be uh, uh, conservative. Since the last time I checked, 55,000 dollars. One bitcoin. Exactly, and he has seven hundred of them. Dude, this guy, this guy made more. Oh, it's ridiculous, dude. Let's do, I he made a lot more money off the of the vitamin water too. Right, but that that he was conscious of. That he was conscious of it, but it was funny because he made more money for that than he did in his music. Really? He did. I thought he's a pretty big uh, rap artist. He's pretty big. Was it right? Speaking of rap artists, very revealing. I watched this uh, B Biggie, Biggie. Oh, Biggie. Big Biggie. Big, yeah. B Big. Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, B.I.G. Uh, documentary. Did you know who he was before that or no? Well, I've seen him. You know, I've seen, I've seen a, you know, uh, a fat African American. It was rapping, all a dream. Right? You know, remember that song? But apparently, it's very, it's very uh, deep. They, they, they yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was a good documentary. What can you tell me about uh, as a fan, if you will? 
I was like, I was know. he like uh, I, they 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 put it as in he changed rap music. They said on the documentary. I, I mean, know nothing about rap music. So. I mean, listen, I know like some. I like I like listening to rap music. I like listening to Biggie. Biggie was always like growing up in New York, especially in New York because he's from New York, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. He even he even says he's corner because it was his his corner back in yeah. the day because of the crack epidemic order. Right, uh, and it's also like he became so big, man, because he was like you know, he was a drug dealer. Right, a real drug dealer. Apparently, he wasn't so. faking about being selling drugs and all this shit like all the rappers might do. Okay, but uh, I don't know, man. I I think like his rap was like a little more authentic, mm. a little more different than everyone was used to on the West Coast, like Dr. Dre, uh-huh. Snoop Dogg, you know. Gotcha. Um, so he really NWA. made NWA. Yeah, he kind of a difference. And then at that point, Tupac world. was rapping too. So, you know, he kind of you kind of brought a style to the East Coast rap, if you want. And Brilliant. then we just grew, you know, growing up in the nineties. That's all you heard, you heard Biggie. So exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and rap then rap. was different from. Rap now, very true. So, what the hell was what was that? I don't know. I had a beep. That was random. You got a bomb in here, uh, dude? I do not. I don't know. Anyway, and uh, but it was it was very very good for someone who doesn't know anything like myself. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. I, I love stories. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a very nice story how he made it from nothing. And uh, yeah, he became he really did. big, man. Yeah, exactly. Very quick, also. Very quick, but and Buff Daddy helped him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, did he's it. in the yeah. He's at the uh, in the documentary. Sean Combs. Uh, that's ah. P did his name, yeah. Gotcha. It's a clothing brand that I guess he also made, right? Uh, Sean, is it Sean John, I think. Sean, no, 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 no. Sean Combs is a, it's a no or something. Sean Combs, yeah, it is. That's the name of the brand. Sean John is the clothing company. Ah, gotcha. I Sean John's, yeah. Do you have any 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 swag? I um, used to not anymore. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Just uh, just to finish with Curtis Jackson, he made I just made the calculation. We were talking on the calculator. He made thirty-eight and a half million dollars. Congratulations, fucking fifty cent, man. What? Without no. Well, with it, well, he, he had no idea. Yeah, sure. Yeah, pay me in Bitcoin. Crazy. Because I'm loaded already with the vitamin water money. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, bro. So we'll 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 keep our audience posted on NFTs. On NFTs, our please. Ventures. Our ventures. We may we may start like <laughs> putting well, once up a month. We're gonna start putting it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so speaking of uh, <laughs> speculation, you were <laughs> telling me off off camera that uh, you are very confident about sports betting. Tell me more. Yes, about this. I feel so like what's the deal? What's happening? Come on, give me the scoop. <laughs> it's not a scoop. I just think uh, when sports betting comes legal in New York, mm-hmm. uh, that you know it's kind of gonna go. It's kind of it's gonna get big in a way. Really? Yeah. I mean, New Jersey by itself, when they when they legalized it. You, you remember, it used to be illegal in New Jersey. Yes. And then they legalized it as of yeah. recently, and the it's industry more, skyrocketed in there? Of course, because more people were buying into it. It was more accessible to people to buy. You get what I'm saying? Like, 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 if it was, if I just, you know. Yeah, well, if you're in New York. You're, if you're in New York, yeah. This is if you, uh, so tell me something then. Uh, let's move into the digital space. If you are in New York. And you download the app and try to tr- try to make uh, place a bet. You can't. You can't place a bet. No. You cannot. No. Oh, this is uh, this is the key because I was the, in the digital in the digital space. What doesn't right. matter whether a state has it legal or not. New York. New York is trying to make it legal. Right. To, to make it accessible for you. Right. The sports bet because exactly. there's so much money because there's so gotcha. much and, you, and the more money you win, the more tax dollars you got to pay on it. So tell me something though. Can you can you hook up your computer with a VPN? No, it's the 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 DraftKings or the company that you use, they're gonna yeah. find that you're using a VPN. Really? I'm, wow. Listen, I'm sure so there's they track it that much. I'm eh? sure there's ways around it mm-hmm. that I don't know right now. Yeah, but it's illegal. 
and they but it's illegal they enforce, in New York. They right, enforce exactly. illegal. They like, enforce you know, weed, it really bad. Weed, they don't enforce it, but this they enforce exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And um, how do you do to place your bets? I mean, I don't place any bets now because I'm in New York. Ah, you get what I'm saying? Gotcha. That's so what when that becomes about. legal, it's gonna be very accessible for everyone in the state. It's gonna be you know, it's gonna it's gonna skyrocket because sports betting, you can win you can win money in it. Right. You know. Like you could place a ten dollar bet and win two hundred bucks. Would it? Wouldn't that be nice? To yeah, have? you could lose it also. You could also lose it exactly, but you can also win. You get what I'm saying? I'd rather lose ten bucks as as to losing two hundred bucks. This is the essence of betting. That's why exactly. And then, and then you know, um, MGM Entertainment bought. They have they have uh, they bought um, Empire City Casino that's in the Yonkers, not that far away from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they only have video game like like. Like video poker and stuff like that, like ah, video blackjack. Yep. But live tables are gonna come there soon, apparently. Oh, okay. So how's that allowed? How's that allowed? Why? Come on, man. Yonkers is New York. It's a casino. Ah. Empire okay. City if you casino. have a license, you can actually do it, of course. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Right, but they don't have live tables. Hmm. So I okay. feel like the sports betting and the gambling world is gonna change in New York. Interesting. And wow. like they just made it illegal that there's four casinos upstate in New York. Uh huh. That you can sports bet in those casinos, in their in their in their casinos. You could place a bet on sports in their casino. Wow, which you couldn't before. No. Ah. So I feel like sports betting is gonna. Um, is there any estimation on. on when this is actually gonna go full on? No, legal? I mean no, I can't. I couldn't confirm or deny, so gotcha. I don't know. But the, the buzz is that it's imminent. That's what I think. Yeah. Okay. Are you advising our audience? To put some stimmy money in the, <laughs> no, in, not, the not. in the betting companies. I am not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm area? just saying it's gonna be big. That's all I'm saying. Got you, got you. Okay, okay. Well, let me take you know. You know, I believe in you, my brother. So I, I don't believe me because I don't know jack anything about anything. Wow. About especially stocks and shit like that. I don't mm, know anything about that. Got you. You know, because sports betting is, is is huge, man. You know, that's why they legalized it. Yeah. They legalized it for a reason. They legalized it because they knew they know that there's so much money to be brought in. There's a lot of money, and they're losing. And the states are losing a lot of money in this. Probably tax money, of course. It's 100%. like any legal activity. Like any legal activity, activity, of course. So For real. Now, what's your take on the amount of lives that get destroyed by gambling addiction? Because this is something in Europe has happened, not in England as much, which has a very rich and heavy tradition of betting. But in other places in Europe, it used to be illegal, or they they. It didn't used to be those many services that would offer you an easy way to bet. And this has changed as of in the last 10 years or so. Uh-huh. So now they're facing these countries kind of like a big problem of a lot of little, a lot of like minors. Well, kids that are like 15, 16, 17 that just go on the parlor on the, on the actual, you know, betting This is in Europe. Store. About, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Europe is like and heavy, they're like yeah. going, but it's, it's, it's like affecting again yeah. people who are becoming addicted to betting all the fucking time on anything like you'll have them uh, betting well, badminton betting, matches in well, Indonesia well betting is like a drug man fuck it's like any other drug mm. and I don't you know I don't see anyone right you know, if anything uh, this country benefited on drugs right well some people did some yeah. people did right yeah of mm. course Are, to some the government did the government did exactly so of course the government's gonna make it legal right now cause it's gonna they're gonna be benefiting did. of course is it a problem they know it's a problem but wouldn't they make I feel like the government would rather make money than helping people have gambling addictions. For real. Well, I mean, it's ideally, it's sad, but it's the truth. No? Ideally, they would have to find oh, shit, sorry. Am I an average loud? medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you raise your voice. Oh, we don't have a sound engineer so, to, 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 uh, to do it, so I have to do it. Sorry, it's a Greek in me, bro. You know what it is. Uh, wow. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. It lives so strong in you, my brother. It does. I'm. A, yeah. I'm. A, everyone knows this. I'm a loud person. 
Uh, everyone knows. Can I ask you a question? Do I, do I walk weird? Describe weird? Like, I don't know. The past two days, my friends say that I strut. Like, I strut a little bit. Do you think I strut? I, don't, I, want, you to, I, I want people to know that know me. I don't do this on purpose. It's just how I walk. Mm. Okay. You know, you, you know I love you, right? Oh, we're in the trust circle now. Now, now you got to come out with the truth, aren't you? Well, I got to. Wow. So am I your friend? I, nah, or I, I, I am your, your clapper? I walk I'm your funny? clapper and your friend. Who am I? Do I walk funny? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't think you walk funny, but you have certain sway that a, may raise some brows. Sway, you right, have a sway, yeah, yeah. you know? I don't mean to have on? a sway. I don't, I don't want to walk like a robot. No, here's what happens also. Like, how do you, you know, walk? You know, I think you, you walk like uh, this too. Can I, can, I share, can I share something with you and with the audience about you? Okay. When you are more in tune with your physicality, you know, when you are kind of like working out and more active, I feel you sway a little less. So I think it's a consequence of you, you know, perhaps not being What do you think? So active. I now have a weight problem because that's why I sway? Is that what you're saying? That's how you interpreted it. That's not what I said. I told you. I said, said, what I said. No, no. You said if I'm more in tune with my body and I work out more, uh -huh. I'm going to sway less. This is only, I've known you for uh, some years now. How many I, years have we known you? Six years? Six years, yeah. And no. when I first met you, yeah, six years. Uh, yeah, 2015 probably. But hear me out, okay? Here's the point. When I first met you, we could we could agree that you were on the heavier side of things. Is that I is was, that, yeah, and I lost a lot of say? weight. And I lost a lot of weight. And then you lost a lot of weight because you became focused and active and I admired you, cheered you up, right. and supported you but all I the still, way. But I still walked funny. I'm just telling you, my personal experience, by, you know, being side to side with you several days a week at the time, I perceived you did a little less. It's a fact. Wow. This is how I perceived it. Now, all I'm right. not saying that it's... So, that, okay, I get you it. You know, I'm just saying here that one's the strict... And all right, I'm going to go on a diet plan, Tito. That's it. That's it. I, want, I don't want to sway anymore. Maybe, well, or maybe you won't. Maybe that's you know I got in trouble one day in, 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 in elementary school for walking a certain way? Tell me more. I was walking down the hallway, and my assistant principal thought I was, like, I was trying to act cool. He's like, Tolis, who do you think you are? I'm walking that way. He's like, you're making fun of people? I was like, no. No fucking way. I swear to God, a true story. Holy shit. Yeah, man. So, all right, and I got to watch my walking habits. I got I to gotta watch my talking habits, my walking habits. Anything else I need to work on, Tito? Well, it's being a human being, right? So you kind of like want to, you know, as, as that Biggie guy put it, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I don't think Biggie quoted that. I don't think that's Biggie's I don't know. I, he just said it. I never heard this before. Oh, it's, it's something. He said it on the, on the lyrics. And I had, because I used my brother's <laughs> Netflix account, so I have the subtitles. So I saw them. And I'm like, oh, that's a funny, that's a very interesting line. You check yourself, yourself before, before you, you wreck, wreck yourself. yourself. Yeah. That's, you know, part of being an adult human being is, right? You're not like out there all the fucking time. You sort of socially adjust, right? And right. that means your tone, your voice. Of course, there are inher inherent things that come out of you, right? right? It's your instinct, who you are, in essence, at the core. However, that can be worked on. You know, it's just like, think about you as a very precious, thick-ass marble cube, right? What, would, what, what do we do? Sculpt. We sculpt it, bro. Sculpted. Chipping it away. Chipping, ta, 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 ta. chipping it away. Chipping it away. Remember what Michelangelo said about David. He was calling for me. I just revealed it to the world. That's what Michelangelo allegedly said. Yeah, right? well, Points, you know more than I do, of course. Yeah. Doesn't really matter uh, what I know. It's the point. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting artistic way of putting it. I and agree. It applies to you. I agree. Yeah. You know, we are looking right now, the audience, me here live with you first. We are looking at a beautiful, gorgeous, thick piece of marble. Wow. It's a piece of marble. Holy crap, dude! No, it's a thick piece of marble. It's wow. A, it's, a, it's a piece of marble. It's beautiful. Wow. I started saying a beautiful, wonderful... This guy just called me thick, bro. I called you. I, it was a metaphor. Okay, all right? I got you. I it got was you. a metaphor. Right. You can take the... Why don't you... How about this? Yeah. Uh, cut that mop off your head. We talked about this in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I need... Bro, I'm out of control. We, we, I, out of control. I thought you were getting a haircut. What happened? Life. 
My bro, my motorcycle broke down. You know, I've been trying to fix it. You've witnessed that I'm I'm is now it, relying it, on a stranger, people, is that the to help me out. Is that the motorcycle uh, it's laying outside? Yes, because you're not supposed to have your vehicles on the whoa, sidewalk, whoa, whoa. and I do. Why are you? What, what's the big deal? Because, you know, they could come and tow it. Who wants to come and tow it? You, know. you think the NYPD commission is looking at their podcast right now? Trust thinking about? no one, brother. <laughs> Trust no one. So, wait, are you going to fix the motorcycle? Are you... Hopefully, it has a major electric pro no major, but it has an undetectable thus far electric problem. How long have you had, how long have you had this one? The motorcycle? Yes. I've had it since uh, late twenty seventeen, late twenty eighteen, so a couple of years. Yeah. And what's wrong with it now? So it hasn't. I think because I left it on the street because I was just taking it, but not as much, and it rained very heavy. Um, I think s some water, some electrical problem ensued, and uh, I've been pulling it apart almost entirely and I cannot find where the electricity cuts off because uh, the spark plugs are not giving you a spark. Have you taken to, <laughs> a, to, to a mechanic? <laughs> well, here's the thing, all right? A mechanic, do you, know, do you know what the labor rate is right now in New York City for a mechanic? I don't know. $115, bro. It's not that bad, For bro. an hour, okay? Then right, you add parts, yeah. then you add multiple hours perhaps that it may take them because it's electrical. So electrical things are tricky because you need to start checking, okay, I check here. It doesn't work. I check here. So they go by a process of elimination. Right. Okay. So I know I I didn't know jack about electricity, so I had to read a bunch of forums and see what other people may say, and then I started pulling the bike apart and looking connect, checking connections and see if there was current going through with a voltmeter. Yeah. You know, and uh, this guy across the street saw me and he tried I, to help you out. Well, I yeah I I found out that he was an electromechanic, but his area of expertise is cars. But he said in essence it's the same thing, it's just different vehicles. So you know if we find the connections and we find the you know I, I looked for the main circuit uh map for him so he's like we could technically trace it so we, we, he was helping me i got him everything from the internet that he needed he said he couldn't do it that i need to i needed to find uh, the connector that plugs it into a diagnostics tool damn this podcast being like this is a lot i hate it but no, anyway no, no, why are they gonna hate it though I man because it, it's why are they gonna it's hate very it? random things we're going for we're, 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 we're two guys talking about random things <laughs> electromechanics and motorcycles Electric, anyway. it's a mo yeah. so a motor motorcycles these days they have uh, if they're basic motorcycles they still have some electrical system going through it, okay of course right? yeah. for, for you know for the uh, switch um, system for the spark plugs is more effective than having a carburetor why don't you just get a rebel just use a rebel around don't, don't use your motorcycle rebels are the enemy why are they the enemy bro they're Prostituting, they are bastardizing the very concept of riding <laughs> a motorcycle. What do you mean? They're no, they're not. Yeah, bro. Now everyone can just ride a motorcycle. You know, a motorcycle used to be something. You, it used to be a commitment. That's what a motorcycle used to be. You see, riding a motorcycle sometimes is not a fun. It's also fast. a very scary thing. It is scary. There is some risk, you know, inherent. Yeah, of it. course. Yeah, and that adds value to the ones who dare to actually ride it. You need a license. You need again an actual motorcycle. To ride it, then the city is kind of hostile. You have the police against you. You know, you so you're, looking, you're looking at a more of like an artistic way of dri of riding a motorcycle. A romantic way. That's come on, man. Did you think that's a little heavy though? Well, you know by now, our <laughs> audience knows by now. I'm even an intense person, am I not? A little bit. There you go. So that's what it used to be. But now every schmuck can ride a motorcycle and be cool, oh, which is okay. I, I rode okay. a Revel and I thought I was cool. You calling me a schmuck? <sighs> well, I guess. <laughs> By osmosis, <laughs> because I called Ooh. everyone who like, no, no, you're not a smug. <laughs> In all seriousness, I don't really care, I think. I know. I'm the only thing I care about with the Rebels is that motorcycle riding got a bad rap over the summer. Remember we talked yes, about this? Yes, Because yes. there were some, some you know, knuckleheads yeah. Yeah, uh, being reckless with them. But um, but I really don't care. The point is that it costs money. I have an actual motorcycle, so it, it wouldn't be be I wouldn't be better off fixing my 
owned motorcycle than going on the rebel service and start paying well, for motorcycle I rides. Hope, I, hope, I hope you fix the motorcycle problem quick because I know you get a little upset about it all the time. So. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, because remember, I told you this before and I'm going to get romantic on this one, but I gotta, okay? I am not the most American lover there is in here, right? But I can tell oh, you, you one thing. You don't love America? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate things about America and I, I am aware enough to see that there are things that don't work in this country as well. But wow. overall, it works for me. What do I want to tell you? But I can tell you this, though. Please. Whenever I fucking jump on those motorcycles, whichever I owned at the time, the one I have right now, whenever I jump on that motorcycle, bro, uh -huh. I personally embody that whole American dream wow. thing of the pure freedom, you know, as your countryman, Jack Kerouac, put it. Nothing behind me, nothing Who? ahead of me. Who said that? Wait. You fucked up me, my quote. But yeah, uh, Jack Kerouac, one of the leaders of the beat generation, bro. I don't know, man. You don't know the beat generation? No. You've studied this in school, bro. Jack Kerouac on the road. There's a movie made out of it. Anyway. Dude, I don't think I studied this in school, dude. Okay, whatever. And if this, I did, I probably didn't remember it. He had this quote, you know, which was nothing behind me. So you feel so you me, feel more so you feel American. So you feel like an American when you're on a motorcycle. I think I embody that fucking white ball so you feel, on my fucking so motorcycle. So you feel like an American when you're riding the motorcycle. I feel free you when feel I ride free. a motorcycle. And you know how America is kind of big on fucking freedom, bro? Uh, it's based on freedom, bro. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> you know? So, um, anyway. So, that's what... But I love what a motorcycle. Podcast. Yeah. What a, what a fucking crazy This thought. is shaving up. We got a, we got an economics... Let's review it for a little bit. We got an economics uh, review on it. We got a crash course on NFTs. NFTs, digital market, digital um, stuff. We found out that I have walk fun and I need to lose weight. We're talking about your motorcycle that uh -huh. you've... The interesting world of got, riding a motorcycle. The interesting world of riding a motorcycle in your friendly neighborhood from the Washington Heights. There you go. It's helping That's you right. out. Yeah. What yeah. Do we, what's on the next topic? How much more are we going to I have two things I wanted to... Okay, please hit me. First one. How are you feeling as an American, bro, with this whole Miami situation? I oh, see it's, it's, oh, it's I like see spring people. breakers, right? What, they, they have like a curfew at 8 o'clock p.m.? Well, well, they're not giving a fuck about it. Well, I, the, I I can compare it to uh, what happened over the summer on Steinway in Astoria. Tell me more. Um, people crowded the sh crowded. There's like a if you 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 you've been on Steinway, right? Yep. It's like a long block. There's hookah bars, there's bars, yeah, restaurants. Basurero. Yeah. Basu, basuero, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Colombian spot that's pretty cool. If you guys want to nice. check it out, no, it's it's a cool spot. Yeah. I've never been there, but it's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, so over the summertime when they when they SLA implemented the curfew, mm -hmm. right? No one on Steinway gave a fuck. Mm. So, everyone that didn't give a fuck on Steinway, which I want to want to be clear, yeah. they were not from Astoria. They were coming from other parts of New York City. Mm. Brooklyn, Staten Island, New Jersey. All the way from New Jersey? All the way from New Jersey. They came to Steinway, yeah. into Astoria. Uh -huh. Fucking made a mess of everything. And then the SLA afterwards was hard, was, was harassing other bars. To close down, to, to implement the curfew because they weren't implementing the curfew before. Wow. And then after the Steinway fiasco, mm -hmm. you know, here we are now. So that's kind of what I put it together in Miami. But it's Miami, man. Miami is always a shit show no matter where you go. Yeah. Just too hot of a spot. It's too hot yeah. of a spot, Especially man. during the spring break. It I was always a crazy time, man. I think so. I always mean, sick. This is what the place is built upon. Yeah, right? it's exactly. Yeah. Let's go to Miami, have a crazy time. Right. You know? I've Try been to Miami everything. with uh, Eddie and Louie. Oh, fun. shit. Yeah, fun time, man. It was a good time. Yeah? Okay. Okay, so I guess you got the good experience there. Yeah, it was Not good. like the guys who were being gassed <laughs> out there, bro. No. They were like doing Why, is rubber, it that, is rubber it that, balls. Is, is it that bad in Miami? Well, I saw the police charging against a, like a mass, vast <laughs> amount of people. So uh, I'm assuming, because they were they had the curfew and they didn't, yeah, they people they didn't care. give a fuck. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so 
Anyway, and the second thing I wanted to bring up, bro, because I think our audience probably is expecting us a little bit, maybe. Big fight coming up on Saturday, bro. Who's 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 fighting? Because you know, I, I need uh, I need a cry now. I need another crash course on who's fighting. Okay, well, uh, do you need the crash course for uh, betting purposes? No, I'll play. Yes, yes, no, no. let's, okay, let's make a bet. Yeah, this is tricky. It's tricky, right? So uh, the main event, okay, so UFC uh, 261. And uh, 260, sorry. And uh, 261 is just, just confirmed. Bro, Masvidal versus Usman, too. That's a big fight. Who, who is this? Full city? Arena, Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, 15, Full Arena. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, the yeah, next, yeah. next event over. Yes. It's in, in April. Yes. Late April. Yes. Uh, we're talking about uh, UFC 260, which is uh, Steve Miocic against Francis Ngannou. All right? Okay. That's the main event, and it's so... And who do you think is going to win? This is what I'm trying to get at. It's tricky, bro, because this is uh, Miyasi Chinganu too. They fought about four years ago for the first time or, or three years ago. Okay. And Miyasi won for unanimous decision uh -huh. against Chinganu. Now, for me, without giving you a lot of back information, it's a little harder to make you understand. But in essence, even though Miyasi... You're in Las Vegas. Right, exactly, in Apex Center. So, mm, Miyasi... Hmm? Is the current champion. Now, this is a heavyweight, light heavyweight. This is where I get confused. This is heavyweight. Heavyweight. That's why it's important. Ah. We have a heavyweight title bout I as a main you. card. So that's that already makes it because, you know, it's the, it's, the, it's the king of the categories, right? We're right. talking about huge-ass motherfuckers. You know, on the one hand, you have Steven Miocic. I'm saying 6'4", 233 pounds. All right? And then you have the one that's even more of a beast at a physical level, which is Ngannou. Again, French Cameroonian. And he is 6'4", and 259 pounds. Well, uh, but this is probably going to be heavier by the time he fights. But anyway, so we're talking about huge motherfuckers. Right. Right? And the first fight, Stipe won unanimous decision. He dominated Ngannou. Uh, the first round of that of that combat. It looks like Miocic is the underdog in the mirror. That's what I was trying to get at, yeah. bro. Even though Miocic is the title holder, he's been he's a big underdog. He's an underdog, yeah. Exactly. He's, he's plus been, 100. That's right. He's been defending the title for, I don't, I don't remember exactly how many fights, but he has one of the longer streak. The longest streaks, defending the title, if not the longest. Then uh, he defeated Nganu already, you uh -huh. know, a few years back. But still, Nganu is so menacing. And it is believed he's improved so much. Right. Nganu, in the last four fights he's fought, the total ring time, it's been like two, two minutes and 42 seconds. The guy... Beats the shit out of people. Bashes, motherfuckers. Wow. Uh, all you need with Nganu is, is like Deontay Wilder-esque, if you will. It's one, well, one, is one current punch. Miocic well, is the current title holder. Current title holder. A more complete fighter. Because Miocic... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll take Miocic any day of the week. Think? 20 bucks. <sighs> but here's the thing, though. Nganu has improved a lot. He is been showing, you know, better skills combat after combat. He's younger. And he's been trained on the... Because he, he, he came from boxing, right? He wanted already to be a boxer. He has a beautiful story. I recommend people to uh, read up on him. But the point is that... Um, he was very sort of novice to the sport uh -huh. when they first fought. Uh -huh. And now he's much more experienced and he's been training in the U.S. now, not only with Extreme Couture, you know Randy Couture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been training there in Las Vegas and also, this is the key, a key element very important for our audience to know, Kamaru Usman, the Nigerian nightmare, current Walter Wade champion of the UFC, mm -hmm. an All-American, very highly accomplished wrestler, has been training him, bro, and he's going to ah. be on his corner during the fight. Randy Couture. No, 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 no. Kamaru Usman. Oh. So you have, you have on the one hand, Francis Ngannou training at Extreme Couture, Randy Couture's Oh, he's just MMA training school. at his school. Okay. In Las Vegas. I so he's been case. improving because, you know, he's been, he's a, hasn't been in Paris training, but, you know, in a, tops, in a top uh, team 
in MMA in the US, which is the mecca of, of, of um, uh, MMA. And then he's also been working on his wrestling, wrestling and grappling with Kamaru Usman. Again, welterweight champion, current welterweight champion of the UFC, mm -hmm. a beast of a mofo, and also a very highly accomplished before the MMA, his MMA career, uh, uh, a heavily accomplished athlete in wrestling. And he's going to be in his corner, which is very unusual to have an actual, A, a fighter, that sort of could be more usual, but have a current champion on your corner. But they go, you know, they go on the bonding because both are, both of them are, are African, you know. Although Kamaru Usman came here as a kid, but he was born in Nigeria. He was here, uh, he was there until he was eight. They have a lot in common, basically. They have that bond of the, you know, African power or whatever. So <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. They are I got me message. Oof. But but you see, do you see how how interesting it is it is, that it even is. though technically on paper Miocic should have a better uh, ratio for the for the right. bets, it looks like he's the underdog. underdog. He's the underdog because they think. Can I can I can I can we yeah. make a bet right now, <sighs> bro? I'm, I just, I'll take Miocic ten dollars. Okay, and uh, so I have to take Ngannou, obviously. You do? Yeah, okay. no. I'll take Ngannou. I'll, unless you don't want to. If you want to, I'll take I'll take you the war. So here's the thing: my mother doesn't let me bet, but but you know this is Tito on the Greek. Put me ten on on Francis. We have to we have to shake on this. Hmm? Okay. So. Okay. You have Francis. Yeah. And I you have, have Stipe Miocic. Uh huh. Okay. It's done, guys. You are ten you bucks. Are witnesses. You ten are bucks. Witnesses. Ten bucks. Let's see what happens. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a very interesting fight. Then the actual card in itself, it has a few other interesting fights. Let me just pull it up because you know we have Sean O'Malley, which. I was very excited about, but then he kind of like faded away a little bit after losing against Chito Vera over the summer last year. Tyron Woodley's fighting too. Exactly. I remember seeing him a little there bit. There we go. Here we go. Tyron Woodley, former champions, is, is fighting against uh, Vicente Luque. We have, um, again, Sean O'Malley and Tomas Almeida, which I don't know. He's like lower in the rankings. So there are 30 a few fights that are going to be interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. um, so I recommend you gather up. At the bar you work, is there, is there I, TV at the bar you work? I can't, but I'm not working this Saturday. Okay. I'm going out for my, my good friend Natasha's birthday. You know Natasha? Of course. Yeah, so I'm going out for her birthday. That's going to be exciting. Cool. Can't wait for that. Uh, but I'm not going to be working uh, in the, at the bar, so. Hmm. Okay. Even even if I was working at the bar, it's 11 o'clock. I got to kick everyone out by 11 o'clock. Oh. So by the time the main event's on, there's, the, you know, there's really that no point. That is crazy. And Indeed. also, I'm not paying 60 bucks to watch a UFC fight. Wait, bars charge you... Attendance fee? What are you talking about? Sixty dollars? Who, who's gonna put? Who's gonna put? Who's? How is? How is the event gonna be on the bar? Uh, because of the owners paying for it? Why would no? But why would you want to pay for something if, if the main events? Obviously not. Yeah. Well, right. That, but exactly. That's, that goes but but we're also point, not a sports saying. bar, so why would we pay for? Well, I was asking you that before. Before you got all little, like all right. But because you, you've been birthday. to the bar before, that's why. I, I hate I hate redundant questions. That's what well, I'm like. Excuse me that I didn't check the entire decor of the bar <laughs> to deduce that it wasn't a sports bar. I didn't ask if it was a sport. I just asked if it was a TV. And you said there is a TV, so. There is a TV. Yeah, I play, you know, some, but I just play the basics of soccer, football, basketball. Non-pay-per-view events. Non-pay-per-view events, correct. Got you. All right. Well, me, Barry, I think. Are we uh, calling it? I think it's time to wrap it up. Okay. What do you think? I think so. I also want to say um, happy Greek Independence Day for tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah. By the time this episode comes out we've been passed already oh, okay but since we are on tito and the greek and i am greek uh, exactly you tomorrow, got it tomorrow we're celebrating 200 years of freedom from the 
the Ottomans. For the Ottomans. You Boom. Know? You guys, you guys. Zito Yilas. Zito Yilas. Long live Greece, man. Got long live Greece. Fuck yeah. Do you do anything in particular? Uh, well, tomorrow eat? I'm working. But Do you eat like no, Kalamata but, olives? But, but normally we breakfast? have a parade, right? We have a parade down Fifth Avenue. Ooh, Fifth Avenue. I used to march when, it, when I was in school all the time. Dress as a what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like the traditional, the regional. But I used to, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to march with the traditional, like a like a tolia uh -huh, back uh -huh. in the day. But then you. you know, our school would make us march. Okay. And then it was—it's just like so exciting. Man. I love it. Of course, of course, you feel very proud. And I was telling everyone, I, I want to get opinions on this. I should put a Greek flag right behind me. Well, I but mean, Tito was saying I should fold the Greek flag in half, which is very disrespectful, right? I don't think so because we are displaying half of one flag and half of the other, so it actually works out. I thought, but okay, hey, you know, we'll, do as we'll, you we'll wish. think about it. We'll think about it. I just want to honor. But tomorrow, Independence Day. It's yes, a, it's yes. Independence I'm gonna Day. wish you happy Independence Day. Please, I betcha on that. Okay. Anything else, Tito? I think that is all, my brother. All right. Okay. Always a pleasure. You Always wanna, a pleasure. You want to do the honors? Remind people of. I mean, they should fun. know by now, right? To follow. Subscribe, uh -huh. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all on all platforms. In podcasts, Spotify, yeah, iTunes, iTunes, and all those minor ones. Please, uh, you gotta help us keep growing. There you go. And uh, if I gotta keep on saying this every episode, you know, it's the know, basics. It's, it's the, the basics, basics of podcasting. And uh, oh, is it now? So yeah. you wrote a book on pay on podcasting now? Is that I've what watched it is? a lot of tutorials on digital content creation. Okay. All right, buddy. So reminding your audience about subscribing, liking, and you know, interacting. Look at this it's guy, crucial. expert in NFTs. He's a motorcycle. <laughs> Look at what. He's well, a podcast ex extraordinaire. <laughs> this guy's ridiculous, hate. right? You don't have to hate. You know, I don't. I'm not right? hating. I'm not, I'm not hating. You're hating because I'm not an expert. I just share with you what I know. <laughs> Thank That's you. All, too. I do. all right, buddy. Anyway, my brother. Oh. I'll Love see you ya. again. See you soon. Mwah. Yeah. Ciao, ciao. Bye.